0: Style. This is the Snyder cut of pop cult parrot. So everything's in slow motion. <laughs> we have a oh, great man. show for you tonight. And we're gonna speed it up. It's good to see y'all. Good to be here. We got the crew here. If you haven't guessed, we are talking about the greatest uh I don't know about greatest. I'll take that back. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a very interesting moment in comic in movie history. We we're going to talk about the Snyder Cut release this week on HBO Max. Um, I am one of your hosts, Mark Clyde Jones, and I'm here always with my brothers in arms. Fellas, why don't you introduce yourselves?
1: This is Neal's R.Y. a.k.a. 4 Hours Long.
2: And this is Shannon, aka Black Heroes Matter. <laughs> this is uh, Esco Coleon,
0: aka and meet them um was goody. If that if that new if that new voice, you know, like, who is that? Is that a, is there another uh parent, to Paco parent? Well he's not a parent. But uh, <laughs> I like to think I like to think that he's a father to to most, at least the uncle. You know, uh, Esco, you know, uh, we got some history. We had a podcast together back in the day called Pod and Fool. Yeah. It was a hip hop podcast and we talked about hip hop music. Um, I'm glad to have you here today. We have Esco here today because he is a professional DCEU apologist. He will be apologizing for all uh, shortcomings of the DCEU tonight. And it's going to be a great debate. Great, (laughs) great fun. But no, 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 no. We're glad you're here. Uh, Esco is is very knowledgeable in the and and DC and DCU. I would it's fair to say you are a fan of these these movies in the Snyder directed movies, right? To say the least, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to try to keep it pretty objective tonight, and I will not take any more bashes at you unless you know you just lay them out there, and I can't help but take the low. Oh,
1: nah, nope, No, what? Nope. I got to (laughs) interject. Look, Mark, I appreciate you being super PC, but as someone who knows both these men, they have had some battles and I mean epic (laughs) battles like Zack Snyder type battles in regards to the DCEU. And I have been on both sides of the battle. So I am thoroughly excited about the conversation we're going to be having today. Um, Esco, you, you know are what? you are arguably one of the the biggest uh DCEU fans here. So I'm thoroughly excited to see your uh, to have your perspective uh, when we talk about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: You, real quick, you know how bad it is. It it gets so bad that I told Esco one time that I he he would <laughs> he would make me feel bad because I would get instagram notifications that i got an instagram message but it would always be this guy sending me some type of snyder news or dceu meme or marvel (laughs) mcu sucks me and so like i'm like dude like i i I don't even like get excited no more i'm like it's just esco fucking with me so (laughs) like i don't even like like human interaction doesn't even like like jazz me up anymore because i just think it's esco like messing with me (laughs) but thanks to me you do know the news as soon as it gets, oh, comes oh, out. yeah, oh, yeah, all the very important Snyder Cut news. I knew all of it. I'm pretty sure all the you go very to, important. I'm pretty sure you go up to your friends and like, hey,
2: you know what I heard today? Zach that no, Snyder? No. Snyder Cut's coming out.
0: No, because you know I have a life and uh-huh. kids and. You know, I don't hate myself. See, but let's get to it. I'm just over but, here with my
3: popcorn. Just
2: it. But, but this man, this man texts me that he hates me for the fact that I tell them Justice League came out on HBO Max. What are you talking about? When,
0: when Justice League, the, the cartoon came out and you said oh, I ruined okay. your whole no, day. No, okay. Because as Nels, you know, Shannon, I don't know if you're a fan, but the Justice League... Cartoon is one of the greatest things to ever hit a screen, and true. I was very busy that day. I had a lot going on, and then Esco's like, "Hey, this is on HBO Max," and I was like, "I hate you." He's like, "Why? Because I got shit to do today, and you just made my life a lot harder."
1: <laughs> that's real. All
0: right, that's why I said I hate you. But you know, I digress. We'll get into it. It's fun jab, <laughs> fun jab, fun jab. But anyway. uh <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go off tangent, but I'm not gonna do that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep it Let's let's get into it, man. We got a lot. We got a four-hour <sighs> thing to talk about. So Nels, <laughs> why don't you uh, get us
2: going? <laughs> God forbid, Endgame is three something, but four. Oh, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm so, but I um,
1: like like we do with all things uh, pop culture related, I'm going to give a little bit of history. Uh, about Zack Snyder's Justice League and and the DCEU in general. So, um, a little bit about Zack Snyder. If you do not know Zack Snyder, he is a film director. He's made movies like 300, Man of Steel, Dawn of the Dead, Watchmen, and last but not least, Mark's favorite movie of all time, Legends of the
0: Guardians. <laughs> the owl movie most underrated movie by this man so underrated and so by now
1: um, most folks know it's it's pretty well known the history and the story behind Zack snyder and the justice league um so Zack snyder was running um like he he had filmed everything for the justice league and he was in post-production when unfortunately, Autumn, his daughter, died by suicide. Um, and so he had to exit the movie, you know, take care of home, take care of family, take care of himself. And so this, this was a couple years ago. Um, so recent for some, but not for others. But y'all may not remember what was going down because Warner Brothers was in an interesting spot. Batman v Superman had just came out and uh, it wasn't that good to most. <laughs> And suicide, <laughs> suicide Squad came out, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> and at the time, Justice League or, or Warner Brothers had just given the keys to the DCEU to Zack Snyder. And the last two movies that were in the DCEU weren't that good. And so they were like, yo, what are we going to do? Because... <laughs> The, the the guy that we just trusted the universe in is about to make at that time it was it was believed to be the biggest superhero movie ever. and we don't really trust them. So what did uh, and and I should note this is when the drama ensued. And if you know Warner Brothers, you know that they are not good when it comes with drama. They usually make the bad decision when it comes with drama. Um, and so what did Warner Brothers do? Um, they did any any logical decision that a business would do, and not one that cares about actually making a good film. They were like, "Hey, let's hire Josh Whedon, <laughs> the guy who made one of the greatest superhero tag team movies ever, The Avengers."
0: And and at the time, the I think the most profitable one.
1: Oh yeah, at yeah. The time. Mm. It was it. It made a Billy. It made a Billy. Um, and so Warner Brothers was like, great. You just made a Billy with the Avengers now do the same thing, but with the big guns. Because if we want to keep it a buck, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America ain't got nothing on Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman.
0: Like Yeah, let's be clear. They they don't. They don't. I I think any any day DC's B listers are maybe better than a lot of Marvel's A-listers.
1: Yeah, I, the, any comic yeah. book fan would not argue with that point. Like, it is it is a fact. The greatest superhero team ever is the Justice League. Yeah. And so you're like, yo, you made a Billy with the Avengers? What you gonna do with the Justice League? And so yeah. Josh signed up for it, and um, he saw what Zach had made and said... Nah, I'm going to make it lighter. I'm going to add some jokes. I'm going to do a whole bunch of reshoots, and I'm not going to mention Henry Cavill in the mustache.
0: I just I'm going to up the saturation. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna but also, put some color also, in this. <laughs> also, he said,
2: I'm going to sprinkle a little Avengers in here. Just a little bit. You know, it's the winning formula. It's the winning formula. Let's, no one's going to notice. A little <laughs> right here, right there.
1: And we <laughs> noticed. And what we got... <laughs> Was a mediocre movie made from the greatest superhero team ever. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. A mediocre movie. And since then, Zach was like, <laughs> all Zach has been doing for the past three or so years, Zack Snyder has been doing is saying, I'm just saying, if y'all waited and WB wasn't shook, I would have gave y'all this. Here is Batman with the car. Or I would have gave y'all this. Here's Darkseid. Or I would have gave y'all this. Here's Steppenwolf with some spiky armor. Like, he's just been doing that
0: but, but little by little We're done. For three Don't years. worry about it. It's 2018. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Go on. Go do what you got to do.
1: <laughs> so the original Justice League movie made $650 million. That, by most stretches, is a very successful movie. The problem is, like I had just said, WB was planning for this to be the biggest superhero movie ever. They were expecting a Billy. Um, it didn't even make even. Um, and so this is considered one of the biggest bombs in he- in uh, superhero movie history, if not movie hero history. Um, fast forward into, I believe, a year or so ago... Um, the 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 hashtag release the Snyder cut um, made it to the doors of the WBN. They had had it. They were like, you know what, Zach? We're gonna give you a shot. And what did Zach Snyder say? Give me seventy million dollars, <laughs> an unlimited play, <laughs> unli- unlimited extra, playlist, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do reshoots and don't have any control at what I produce, and I might do
2: it.
0: Um, and call Junkie XL. <laughs> Well also he
2: took no salary too. He did this all for free. He just what? took everything and put it towards yeah, he took no salary. He did not get paid to do this movie. Wow. I did not so know that. In between
0: him doing army of the dead. He, he did get paid. His,
2: no, he didn't get paid, he to, got no, paid. No no no
0: From the original. He movie. got paid to make what he the shot one. Yeah. He didn't take more money.
2: Yeah. No, he didn't get he didn't get paid at all for the Snyder cut. Yeah. For the whole yeah, editing yeah. and the reshooting, he did that all for free. No. No, yeah,
3: yeah. And Josh, fast Josh, forward to... Oh, Zach, go ahead, Shannon. No, no, I was just going to say uh, zacksnyder.org, right? <laughs> the gift to keep on giving.
0: <laughs> uh, the GoFundMe Snyder Cup. Yeah. <laughs> and so fast
1: forward to about a week ago, um, a couple days ago, we got Zack Snyder's Justice League, a four-hour... Uh, Tour de force of the version of Zach's movie with all his original shooting, um, with the original cast, um, four hours long. It at first it was supposed to be a mini series, and he was like, Nope, I want it to be like a full runtime movie with five parts, I believe. Six, six.
2: actually, six parts, the epilogue, actually. He wanted the miniseries. HBO said, no, screw it. We're gonna put it all together. Ah,
1: executives. Um, that's but, that's gonna be a theme during this conversation. Oh, <laughs> <I'll> wait, <till laughs> we're gonna that. mention executives a lot.
2: I have, um, I have something to say about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so that leads us to our conversation today. The the fellas all got a chance to watch Justice League. And um, another thing to to mention I'm a I'm a DC head. Mark refers to himself as a DC head as well. Like we, we—that's surprising. We love the DC no, universe, no, no, no.
0: Can, comic I, book I, universe. I can't, I can't, I can't let it go. I can't let it go. I ne- now, you know. Go ahead, we've Mark. We've been to this on this podcast. I'm not going to say something's good because I like the source material. I'm not gonna just go with the crowd because everyone else wants to pretend something's good, right? I wanted the original cut of Justice League more than anything to be good. I, I wanted Batman v be, be Superman to be good. I love these characters. I love the Justice League. If, if you asked me what I would put my own money into before the MCU and all this, MCU or DCEU, I would cho- choose the DCEU. But... I'm not gonna sit here <laughs> and let Esco <laughs> at like at like that I'm some Marvel super fanboy because I'm not besides Spider-Man, I'm really not. So just let's lay it all our cards on the table. Let's let's call a spade a spade and call it what it is. Nails, please continue.
1: Any anyways, um we we love DC. Um so th- that is that is some caveats as we go into the conversation, like this is more than just folks watching a four-hour movie. This is reflecting on a childhood of all the things that you considered like heroes, like and
0: seeing them in live action.
1: So with that gentlemen, let's start the conversation. Who'd like to, who'd like to start? Can
0: can I, can I please? Cause I just want to, I think there's a lot to deal with this movie. I have a lot to say and I'm going to try to keep it, Tight, I'm not gonna say it all now, but I'm gonna try to keep it tight because there's a lot going with this movie. I think we need to start from the beginning, right? Uh, Nails, I don't know about you, Shannon, I don't know about you either, but uh, Esco, we saw Justice League together, Nails, we saw Batman v Superman together, I believe.
1: <laughs> yes, it's, we it's both- not to interrupt you, but I had <laughs> you remember as soon as we walked out, uh, you, me, and, and, our, and our colleague at the time. I was, like, pleading with you all to say it was a good movie. I yeah, was like, that's, y'all, that's... y'all don't understand. There were, like, three comic book references in that movie. It's good. <laughs> I promise, y'all. It's good. Yes.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. We walked out of Batman v Superman, like, kind of devastated. Because we we just can't believe how mediocre and, and bad that movie was. Esco, when we walked out of Justice League, I was just disappointed. And I was disappointed because it was it was mediocre. And I was like, yo, a movie about the Justice League has no business being okay. It has to be amazing. It's the Justice League. And I wasn't going to settle for like, well, it was okay, so I guess we should all love it. Nah, it's the Justice League. It's the greatest superhero movie, superhero team of all time. I'm not just going to settle. I'm sorry, I'm not. But, um, you know... W- w- Going So after that, I was done. I was off the DCEU. I think after, what happened after Justice League? Was that Suicide Squad?
2: No, Suicide Squad was before. Yeah, after what Justice was after
0: League Justice? was Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I saw it's Wonder been. Woman. I saw Wonder Woman. I liked it. But then I was just kind of done with this series. Like I, I wasn't like no more DCEU. But if I got to mm-hmm. these movies, I got to them. It, you know, I wasn't going to go out of my way to see them. And when I heard just the buzz of the Snyder Cut, I was just like, come on, y'all. Are we serious right now? Are we really like, why? Let's just, let's just keep it moving. Let's just keep it going. And I just want to know what were y'all thinking and feeling when the whole buzz was coming? Because my, my thing is, I feel like fans are getting kind of out of control. Sometimes <laughs> we're right. Look, I think sometimes we're right. Like the Sonic thing. I re- and that's cool. we had this discussion. I was like, look, the fans were right, but I think we're going down a slippery slope. I think we're going down a slippery slope where we're just gonna get like fans who didn't get their their fan theories the way they wanted or the things they wanted and they're just gonna complain and bitch and moan. and that's gonna be the new norm. It's like this movie wasn't what I wanted, so it sucks. That's yeah. not necessarily true.
1: So, that's an interruption mark, but I need a, we need to think of, we need to mention an example where they were wrong which is like Star Wars like they yeah, they came I'm at it
0: up.
1: horrendously and like tarnished like it tastes bad saying that you're a fan a Star Wars fan because of what Star Wars fans have recently done. Exactly. Because exactly. I, I will say the example you gave the, we needed to rectify what was going on with Sonic the Hedgehog. And yeah, that they were was was an yeah,
0: right. They yeah, they were right. I <laughs> ain't much I won't go watch that. Uh-huh. <laughs> But dog, no, they were absolutely right. But I was just like, "Is this a Pandora's box, man? Like, are we are we going down a slippery? Like, yeah, we did it, we won. But like, are we going down a slippery slope? So but, like, I just want to set the stage for that. And where were you guys mentally when you heard about the Snyder Cut? I'll
3: say so. Now for yeah, for me, uh, so I'll say so first. I guess well, I say first, when I saw the the Whedon. Justice League and then what I thought about when I was hearing about Snyder Cut is that so where are we going?
0: Yeah. Oh. No just oh you can start there I'm okay. just I mean, saying like like before we even get to this movie because okay. this had years of build-up. Yeah yeah. You know and buzz it was it was the zeitgeist for a couple of years right so like how do you feel about that? Okay you
3: know? yeah so so coming out of Justice League uh the one that we didn't made I mean I was like yeah, I was a little disappointed too because I was like, "Yo, it's it's good," but you know, I'm supposed to come out being like, "It was great, like it's it's right up there, that and Avengers, which is better, which is better." Like, you know, um, Wonder Woman was the, was easily the best part about uh, Whedon, uh, Justice League. So then after that, I started hearing, uh, yeah, I started hearing, you know, the Snyder Cut and little bits and pieces here and there, like, "Yo, like he got a he got a full length thing and he was gonna do this, he was gonna flesh out." Uh, Cyborg, he was going to do all this stuff Uh, and and I was like oh that sounds dope but to me I feel like nothing like that has really ever happened before where like the the crowd, the audience has been like release this cut of the movie you know release this specific cut and then it happened so I was like that's great but just like stop teasing me, you telling me all this great stuff and it's it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen you know Like uh but yeah, that's that's how I was feeling uh at the beginning and then uh, and then I just saw more and more it was trending more and more. Uh and still I was like, That's dope. I'm I'm starting to see these uh what is it, like the some of the 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 character art and the drawing boards and all of these things. I'm like, yo, that's dope. Like he really had a great movie, not even knowing what we had, you know, uh what the Snyder Cup was gonna look like. Uh the final thing, I was like, yo, that's that's dope. Like I like that. But once again, stop teasing me. It's not gonna happen. Let's just let it rest and you know, go about it. Uh so that's that's how I was feeling earlier on. Uh, so glad to know I was wrong. It's one of the <laughs> one of the best <laughs> one of the happiest I've ever been, uh, to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I can uh I can jump in and then Esco, please uh bring us home. So um I it pop call, y'all know, I read a whole bunch of comic books. And I love superheroes. It is my obsession. Um, Batman versus Superman hurt my heart. But I bought the Ultimate Edition, and it is very much so better. It like is a cohesive story. It's also three hours long. Um, but it's a cohesive story. So I was like, huh. I'm personally good with it. Like, I've come to amends with Batman vs. Superman, but like the culture, the society, they were hurt. So I was like, all right, well, I'll give Suicide Squad a chance. Disappointed. Thoroughly disappointed with Suicide Squad. I just knew, like, Suicide Squad was going to be a great movie because you can't F up that concept. Like, that concept is like, it is perfect. You got a whole bunch of the worst superhero supervillains come together yeah. with Amanda Waller. Whatever. I, no. My son can make a dope Suicide Squad movie. Go ahead, Mark.
0: Can I just want to, in the DCAU, the Justice League, um, the Bruce Tim Justice League, one of the best episodes in that show is their version of the Suicide Squad. Yes. No, the Task Force no, X episode. And
1: to add on to that, the animated movie, Batman, uh, something, Attack on Asylum, uh, on Arkham, is one of the best animated movies they did. I was like, all you had to do was make the live action version of that animated movie. I digress. Suicide Squad was disappointing. And so when Justice League came out, my heart was hurt. My heart was hurt. And so when I saw it and I was like, oh, this is okay. I had, I had, uh, I mourned. I legit mourned. I was, I was not in a happy place. Cause I was like, I have waited my entire life to see this team come together and i was expect like what i wanted was dark knight level stuff like i had like what how many years did dark knight come out like 10 years
0: 2009
1: 2009 like nine nine or so years. years before then i was like i had just seen the greatest i have seen the greatest superhero movie of all time and it's my dog it's batman that's fire now I'm going to see Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, give it to me, please fail. <laughs> my, my heart so my heart was hurt. and like it was um it was a bad breakup. like you know when you love somebody but that person ain't really doing what they're supposed to? That's what was going on. It was a one-sided relationship, and so I had a breakup with the DCEU. I legit did. Now every now and then I'd be like, "So what's really good? I go watch Wonder Woman." And I'm like, Wonder Woman was great. I enjoyed it. I watched Aquaman and you got to look at it like a Fast and Furious movie. So I was entertained because I knew what I was expecting. I was like, I'm just here for the action and not for the plot or the concept. Like, I'm here to be entertained. And I was very much so entertained. Interzan was cool because I watched it for free. So, like, you know, like I was, I was, I was, I was good. I was good at where I was. I wasn't committed. We were going on dates, but I wasn't going to commit no more. <laughs> and then Zach. Kept hinting the stuff that he would have done. And to me, it wasn't like release the Snyder cut. To me, it was like, yeah, that looks great, but Warner Brothers wouldn't have let you do that anyway. It's like, oh, Dark Side? Warner Brothers will not going to let you do Dark Side. Oh, you're going to have A, B, and C happen? Well, that's, that sounds awesome, but Warner Brothers wasn't going to let you do that. So to me, there was no such thing as a, Zy- a Snyder cut because I knew he was talking like, oh, I would have had this happen. I'm like, no, you wanted to have that happen. But there was no way that that executive group would let you do something that dope. So to me, there was no such thing as a Snyder cut. I never thought we'd be here today. I didn't think there was a chance in hell that Warner Brothers would let Snyder actually show something like this. Maybe when he passed, they would have been like, oh, yeah, here's all the footage. And we'll have, like, a little documentary around what Zack Snyder could have done. But I would have never thought we got what we we uh, received. Yeah. And I'm pleasantly happy that we received it.
0: To, to just add on before you go, Esco, in the discussion me and Esco had, I would have thought as a WB executive, they would have reestablished their universe. And then once they got their foot in it, then they would be like, okay, here's the Snyder Cut. It's five years later. This would have been the Snyder cut but you know what we're already like 5 years into this new universe. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm actually surprised that they had have released this before they decided what to do next. And uh, we can get into like a lot of that later, but uh that that did surprise me. I didn't think they would do this until they're already like stronghold into something else.
2: So, uh I don't want to go into details of like other movies cuz we're going to sit here for like t- an hour talking about <laughs> certain things but you know like Man of Steel was great to me. I loved it. Loved the tone. I loved it was a perfect way to start the whole thing cuz it didn't really it it didn't really force that there was going to be a continuation. But like when you see the easter eggs you're like, "Oh, like there is a lot of things going on in this universe." So that's what really picked my brain on it. And then right after that, Batman vs. Superman came out. Dude, the announce I don't know if you guys ever seen the announcement at Comic-Con. One of the greatest announcements ever. I don't know if you ever saw it. Nels, did you see it? I did. Er did One of yes. Did you ever see it? Absolutely
1: one of the greatest announcements ever. One of the greatest trailers ever, too. Like they're everything hyping up the movie. No, I would argue Zack Snyder has the greatest trailers like of any. Medium. ever well, if we're on that subject, opinion. he
2: kind of, kind of ruined the movie with the trailer by showing that if he didn't show Doomsday, yeah, that was his biggest mistake. Doomsday,
1: he should oh not have shown God. the movie; would have been so much better if I knew I wasn't going to see Doomsday later. Seriously, that was that a big mistake. Uh, but it was Warner Brothers who did that. It wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. Because so yeah, you can tell in that.
2: the first couple, like, they didn't even show any evidence of Doomsday in the first two trailers. It was a final trailer as they showed it. So and that was Warner that was Brothers. Definitely Warner Brothers doing yep. that. Mm-hmm. but, but my feeling with Batman versus Superman at the end was like I liked it, I really, really liked it, and when people say they hated it or like or like how the story was just it just didn't make sense it I totally agree it didn't it totally <laughs> didn't, but I think I was such in the lore of the whole thing. I'm just like, duh, like it's still good <laughs> like. Like I'm just blinded to it. I'm just like, it's still good. Like, but like the lore was so good, you know, like how things looked. Ben Affleck as Batman was is the best live action Batman we've ever gotten. Telling you, fight me. Fight me. I I won't fight fight you. Fight me. I won't fight you.
0: He might he probably is the best. I'll say when it comes to both Bruce Wayne and Batman, he probably is the best live action version we've ever gotten. I agree with that. And I also
2: I told Mark this I I always said that uh, I feel like Zack Snyder just wanted to make a Batman movie so bad, but he couldn't. yeah,
1: yeah, I agree with that too.
2: Just like how yeah. much d- details and attention he puts towards Batman alone, I'm just like, dude, you're in love with Batman. You're l- and like there's these small details. I don't know if I ever told you, Mark, but like there's these small details in the movie, like the gun that's in the back, the Batmobile. There, there's the the um. I don't know what to say like the triggers for the gun the buttons for the gun the controls and everything are on the passenger seat that means he modded the car to put the triggers for the gun on the passenger seat and who was in the passenger seat before then? Robin that means he was so mad against the world that he said fuck it I'm gonna kill these villains now that Robin's dead like these little details I'm just like so into it like I'm like yo he has a story to tell So I'm like just paying attention to the stories. I'm paying attention to little Easter eggs that like Joker has like holes on his shoulders exactly where the armor was from Robin. So they don't know what happened to Robin. Like there's these small details. So I was like so in the lore of DCU because of it. And then here comes Suicide Squad. Academy Award winning Suicide Squad, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) There <laughs> we go. Here we go. I, I didn't want to <laughs> correct you. I didn't want to correct you guys every time you you mispronounced the, the name of the movie. It's called Academy yeah. Award-winning Suicide Squad. Anyways, mm. so uh, Suicide Squad comes out. It's an okay. I wouldn't even say so. Honestly, I'm being so dead honest. It's not. Even, it's barely an okay movie. But man, the fan theories were so entertaining. I was so addicted to the fan theories. Like. I don't think you guys noticed that uh, Clint Eastwood's son is Scott Eastwood. He's in the movie. Yeah. He has a no-name part in the movie. So there's these fan theories of who he is. He might be Robin undercover in the jail trying to make sure all the villains are okay. So, like, there's these little itty-bitty things. And then, you know, Harley Quinn in the little bullet parts she's saying that she helped kill Robin. So you're like, how'd that happen? And uh, there's some other ones. But anyway, so there's just so many fan theories. So, like, I'm just caught up with the fan theory. So I, I use that as entertainment for the movie. Even though the movie was a piece of crap, I use that to, like, okay, everything is still connected, you know? And then uh, Bird, Birds of Prey is Birds of Prey. Shazam is Shazam. You know, they're not bad movies, but whatever. And we get to uh, Justice League. Yeah, we got there. And it was all right. It was cool. I guess type of feeling and but me knowing as I went along like what happened to Zack Snyder so I knew when we saw the movie this isn't his vision and I'm like damn like I at the moment I saw him like I wish we saw what Zack Snyder wanted to do and more so down the line which you know I'm hearing about the Snyder Cut I'm sending Mark all these these uh Snyder Cut news and how it might come and how like they raised a hundred thousand dollars I just wanted to live suicide. my life.
0: I just wanted yeah. to live. He for wouldn't years. Let me live. <laughs> for years. The, he know, would send raised, him this stuff. <laughs> they, I, I did it from the very beginning. Like I think, Esco, uh, how many times did I say like I just can't wait for this to be over? Like I was just was, like I was just, I coming up to the release. To he done. said that
2: every day. Like coming yeah. like the countdown towards the release. You you ended. You used to say it like once a month. Now you said it like every day. You said it at least once a day. But, um, dude, like, people saved 100, uh, saved. People gave 100K to suicide prevention, you know, because of Autumn and all that stuff. And, like, the movement got harder and harder. Someone bought a plane to, to carry a banner on the awards, uh, Oscar award ceremony just to say release the Snyder Cut. They bought ads on TV shows that said release the Snyder Cut. They have, like, bus stops that says, release the Snyder Cut. Like, people are paying for these. Not him, but people are and and the fact that they did this just for a guy to finish a movie because in essence he lost his way of making it because of what happened to him i thought that was kind of cool and i knew i knew we were going to get it i knew but i didn't think we were going to get a finished product or the way he wanted it to come out and that's just an added bonus and like, uh, what was it else said, I thought it was gonna be like ten years later, like a ten year anniversary, like, hey, you know what? we have a whole bunch of other footage. here you go. It's not finished, and it probably won't make sense, but here you go. I thought we were gonna get something like that, not a finished product
0: can can I uh retort um, so like uh, like I, I okay, that's uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Um, We hate movies. They have this saying. They're like, it's okay to like a movie, right? That's fine. It's okay to like a movie. I'm glad you got entertainment out of these movies, and that's cool that you were into all the little Easter eggs. My biggest thing was, I just, I didn't care. So then, like, you show me like a screenshot of Robin this or Holly, like, I'm like, but I don't, I didn't care about the movie. Why would I care about the Easter eggs, right? And that was just me. Like, I just, I just didn't care. I was like. Look, call me when the next one comes out. I hope it's good, but like other than that, I'm I'm not invested. Um I think the way this happened is very cool and the fans of it, you know, I guess they should be proud of themselves. So the fans who weren't dicks cuz there was a lot of like toxic fans when it came to like this happening. And so but the fans that like did it for like t- his supporting him, what happened to Autumn? Yo, kudos to you. You made it happen. This is a fan-driven thing. That's awesome. I just was not invested in it. I just, if this, if this film never existed, the Snyder Cut never existed, I would go about life like, like just regular, you know. I
2: mean, if 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 that's your philosophy, you could say that about a lot of movies too, you know.
0: But dog, we've had this discussion. This happens all the time. It, it it happens with movies, TV shows, directors have to leave, writers have to leave, and that them's the breaks. That's Hollywood. And like to to like say that everything that comes out is an unfinished vision, that's why you have second unit directors. That's why you have punch up script guys, that's why you have editors, because this happens. Paul Walker died in the middle of a movie and it kept going. Like, should we demand the Paul Walker cut of Fast and Furious Seven? You know what I'm saying? Like, this happens, and like, I'm glad for the fans that got it done. But like, what? 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 I'm not even upset about it. It's like when this came out, there was like, there was people willing to die on a hill for the Whedon cut, right? They're like, no, you're wrong. It's great. It's great, and that happened for years. And now that the Snyder cut that buzz happened. It's like everyone's acting like they knew from the get-go, like, oh, no, this is what we really wanted. It's like, really? Is this what you really wanted? Because you, you sound like someone who just wants to back anything that's this franchise. I don't know. I mean, from
2: what I've seen in the DCEU community, <laughs> uh, or <laughs> or of of one, um, I didn't really get that feel for that. I always got the feel that everyone wanted the Snyder Cut from the beginning, even before the Weedin' Cut came out.
0: I'm just saying, like, dude, they were there. There was people willing to die on the hill for the Whedon cut, you know? And, and even, like I told you now, even WB, like, they are they're they kind of, like, flipped the script and retconned themselves. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we it just didn't work out. We always kind of wanted this to happen. It's like, mm-hmm. did you? Did you really want this to happen? <laughs> yeah.
3: Do, do you think there's anybody still willing to die on the hill and be like, yeah, I saw the Snyder cut, but I still am... Big big fan. and cut is better. I like. I, I wonder because there are some illogical people out there. So I just wonder: Is there? <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no, there's
1: someone right? I, no, no, I, Shannon. I to answer your question. No, 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 no. There's somebody out there.
2: There probably is. There's yeah. somebody out there
1: who's ride or die. Weed. I
2: haven't seen that. It, yeah. it, it doesn't
1: help that not. like recent events ain't helping the brother either. Like he's been doing <laughs> some yeah. like shy stuff. So it's like it's it's very helpful to like burn that movie at the stake right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like this yeah. and recent events is is it's kind of helping by
0: pure numbers out. there's has to be like, a couple of people who were like, no, I really like The Weed and Cut. You know, yeah. so. I, 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 I,
2: if there is, that joint is very small number. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I have not seen, me personally, I have not seen anyone say that yet.
3: It's got to be. And, and my guess is it's out of pride. Because, you know, like when somebody's wrong and, it, and they're laziness. like, forget it, I'm a double down.
2: I'm a double down. And it's like, but you don't even really
1: believe that. Yeah.
3: No, I don't, but I can't be proven wrong. So,
1: <laughs> so y'all, let's talk about this movie. Like yeah. we we mm-hmm. talked yeah. about the the stuff around like what led to it, but this movie is out. We've all seen it. Let's talk about it. What 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 do y'all want to share about this movie? All right, who
0: who wants to go first?
1: I I'll go first because I gotta say, it turned me legit.
3: And and so what does that mean? So um you know Popcoat family y'all have heard me reference many times uh, how when I've watched a movie I found a site to watch it on. I somehow yes. had a bootleg. I found some freeway or some <laughs> some free site or something to, to uh, get it on. Yes. On, <laughs> on Wednesday evening, I logged into the computer and then I started a subscription for HBO Max. The legit way. Just Whoa. straight up. <laughs> what, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> you heard it first. Straight up. I was I was like, look, I'm not gonna find it on the on the website. I ain't even gonna try it. I was like, give I'm gonna give you this money. You deserve it. So um, but yeah, like I, I got a subscription at HBO Max solely for this. Um so it was it's that it's, it's got that type of thing to it. So like I said, I went legit. Went ahead, got HBO Max, paying for it monthly, like, like, you know, the legal way, like what people do.
1: And so, uh. We're gonna check in next episode, see if he still has it. <laughs> yeah. In case y'all wonder, <laughs> We're gonna check in. I'm gonna have it at least till uh
3: at least till I get to watch Mortal Kombat and then we'll see, we'll see. Yo, <laughs> that there you go. That
0: that new that new Netflix password algorithm is solely because of shit.
3: <laughs> Yo, that's real. But so uh but yeah, and so uh, you know, also we got the group chat and everything. So I started watching it uh Thursday, like Thursday night. So that was also a blessing because I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was not coming out until that Friday. And so then I was like, yo, it's out Thursday. So I was able to watch some at night. Two minutes into the movie, I texted our Pop culture group chat and I was like, <laughs> yo, I know we're going to do an episode on it. So I ain't going to say much, but I just want to say I'm two minutes into this movie and it is different. It is a different movie. So, uh, like I said, yeah. two minutes into it blew my mind. Uh, and like overall, I, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it short. Overall, this movie, this movie was amazing. It, it, for some reason, it brought to me the images of uh, of Van Jones, how he just cries on TV for 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 whatever, just being I don't know proud, happy, whatever it is. I felt like Van Jones. This is the only time I'll say this. I felt like Van Jones for. <laughs> I just wanted to cry. It was beautiful.
0: It was hey, worth you know, it. tonight. <laughs> Shannon's like, <laughs> she whole family's trying to sleep. He's like, tonight was an answer. <laughs> I saw it
3: become real. <laughs> and so, um, Characters matter. <laughs> <laughs> Editing matters. Exactly. So that's how I felt. But oh, uh, like I said, it was amazing because it did all the things. <laughs> Pretty much any question I had from uh, from the Weeden Justice League was pretty much answered here, or those things that didn't make sense, or the the piece of like, why should I even care about this person that much? Uh, Like all of that to me was pretty much answered here. Uh, Also, it didn't have the Russian family. I'm happy about that because-
2: (laughs) Oh, that's so obvious (laughs) that
3: wasn't gonna be in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) That was so, that piece was so annoying to me. I was like, I don't know why that Russian family, like why why am I supposed to care about the the Russian family? And and it turns out you weren't supposed to. So good. and and yeah, so overall, like I said, just amazing movie from uh, from really getting into especially the Flash and Cyborg their sort of backstories. Uh, the way that Wonder Woman fought in this movie was just just light years ahead of what we saw uh, in the previous the previous version. Um, Dare I say the Wonder Woman movie too? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, well, can I can I just because. Yeah. Nils, I don't know if I had this conversation with you, but Esco, we had this conversation about Wonder Woman, and I said, I was like, the fighting in that movie was cool, but when she did superhero stuff, it, it looked kind of lame. And I I, w- I said, Zack Snyder knows how to make these superhero people move. Yeah. He, he, I'll give him that. He knows how to make them fight and know how to make them move. And like, Shannon, I agree with you 100%. Wonder Woman, the way she moved and fought in this movie was like... Like perfect, mm-hmm. yep. yeah,
3: exactly. And, uh, yeah, so obviously, there's so much more I could say, uh, but I, w- I won't stay on my part too long. But I'll just say, yeah, it was four hours, it was worth every bit of it. I chopped it up in, I think, like two nights watching it. Uh, movie blew my mind. That's that's all I can say. Uh, I, I woke up my wife multiple times, uh, so yeah, so I'm sleeping <laughs> on the couch now, but I woke up multiple times <laughs> now being like, yo. This is so good. And she's just like, oh, that's,
1: that's good to hear. <laughs> still man, for the first time in four years.
0: <laughs> I feel safe. I, I feel happy. <laughs> so Shannon,
2: I wanna I wanna say this. Yeah, go ahead. I, I kinda wanna upped you on the uh HBO Max thing. Um hmm. uh, me and Mark we had a uh we had a uh, bet about dark side and I lost that bet. And not only did I put 20 in, but I put 35 in for the American Suicide Prevention uh, donation. $15 for a movie ticket. I was like, let me yeah. let me pay $15 for this movie ticket. That's, you know, how, yeah. so, that's how much I liked it. Good. That's
0: okay. Okay. Yo, so to make that clear, uh, Esco and I had a bet. I said that dark side screen time in this movie would be no more than five minutes. He made in, more than five in. minutes,
2: but I still... I still I was like, you know what? Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I put really? a timer on it. I put a timer on it. You want to know how no, much no, no, it no, was that, exactly?
0: That t- hold on, hold on. Did you time when he was on screen or just the scenes he was in? This,
2: the Him and on screen, but I didn't I didn't take out the little cuts.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I was like, that's too much right, work. How, I'm not how doing much all that. It?
2: Huh? Oh, it was six minutes m- and 48 seconds.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, since it's to a good cause, I'll match what you did and I'll donate to the same thing. We said whoever won would have to donate to the suicide prevention or Zack Snyder's uh American suicide prevention. That's yeah. why he donated it. I had to look it up. So I I will match in good faith. I will match your donation.
1: All right. And uh-huh. and you know what y'all? I'm going to also match your donation, but I'm going to donate to Eustress, um which is my frat brothers uh mental health awareness organization. Um so I'm doing it mostly to go. jump on the ship Um, But also because it is a great cause. Um, So I'm going to jump in real quick because I feel like uh, Esco, Clyde, y'all are going to be talking for a minute. So I'm just going to jump in (laughs) and say how I feel. And I'm going to get on my soapbox like I do every episode. Um, When I finished watching this movie, there's only a few times I have felt this. Like it was, it was. Um, I don't know. Like, pop call, we got some international listeners, so I don't know if y'all got Shake Shack in some of the countries that uh listen to us that broadcast uh Pop Call Parent, but it's like eating a double shack burger with fries and ketchup, like, it is just a wholesome, great meal, and you're happy. When I was done watching this movie, I looked at my wife and I said. This is one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. It ain't perfect by no means, but damn it, I love it. Like, I love this movie and I'm going to watch it again. It's actually on right now. Like, I I was in love with this movie when I was done watching it. Like, while I was watching it, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I did not think I was going to like it. So for me to not just like it, but love it, was fire. So, ranking-wise, look, y'all, I'm gonna I'm keep you the buck. It ain't no Dark Knight, first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get that out the way. And two, if I'm ranking, if I'm putting this against the MCU, I don't think it's touching the top five Marvel movies. Like, I'm not, I, I put it maybe right under those. But it's easily the best DCEU movie I've seen. Easily. Like, I... This movie was so good, Um, and for so like for so much stuff. Like, but the one thing I'll talk about before I turn it over to y'all. There's actually two things. The one thing I'll, I'll I'll share is if you read these comic books, Zack Snyder was like, "I got you." Like, you could see an aspect of what you like about your hero. In in all 65, I don't know how many, I mean, I'm including Marshall Manhunter too. In all the heroes that you saw there, the part of why you like that hero, Snyder represented in some way, shape, or form. And like, that's why I was like, man, like, thank you. I got to see the kind of Wonder woman I like, I got to see on here. The kind of Batman I like for some aspects of it, I got to see on here. Superman, all of them, like I got to see a glimpse of what makes them special to me, I got to see on screen. And like, I I owe that man because I did not think I was going to live and experience a movie where I was going to get to see my favorite heroes come together and be a team. The second thing I want to say is, so I always remember Vic Stone being a good football player, but that brother should have won the Heisman. Like, if, if... I'm like, yo. Did we just see Cam Newton? Do y'all remember? Like, he was playing Wisconsin. He single handedly beat Wisconsin in the Mm -hmm. snow at Gotham City. Like, I always knew he was like kind of good based off of you know comic book lore. No, that brother was great. Like, I feel, I feel like, man, they really. That's messed up, man. He he should be in the NFL. He should not be. He should not be a superhero. He should be. He should be in somebody's team, winning them the Super Bowl.
2: He would have. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a <shame. laughs> it's a shame. If it instantly um, happened, <laughs> you know yeah, that's I,
0: don't, it for I, me. I got a, I got a couple of things to say. I got like some some more informed questions. I don't ask. I don't know, do you? are a guest. Do you? Would you like to go next? I,
2: I kind of do because I don't want to be last every time.
0: <laughs> no, go, okay, go ahead. Sir. No, no, go
2: ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't mind.
0: No, no, no. Asking. For real. Go ahead, I, go ahead, I, go ahead oh, sir. Go ahead. All right, Um, let me just, I'll I'll start from this, because I got a lot to say about this movie, man, and I'll, I'll try to keep it as short as I can. First, like, when I saw this movie, the first thing that went in my head was like, I don't understand why WB did not just release this. I don't understand that when Zack Snyder had to leave, they didn't just get someone to get his, like, second unit director to just finish up, because on paper... This is the same movie, like like when it comes to like the synopsis, it's the same movie. Uh, Batman gets the team together. Stefan Wolf wants the mother boxes. Superman comes back. It, you know, so I'm like, why didn't y'all just release this? Because I'm, I'm with y'all. I don't think I liked it as much as you were Nels, you and Shannon, but I had a good time with this movie. If this is what I saw in 2017, I would I would not have. Gaving up so quickly on the DCEU and I even I text uh, esco when I was watching this I was like i I don't know what it is I feel like the first 10 15 minutes into this movie I was like, this doesn't feel like the same guy mm. that made Batman v Superman that made man is still mm. I don't like it has exact Snyderisms. And we could talk sure about does. that. There's plenty of <laughs> Zack Snyderisms. All I mean, he's still Zack Snyder. He's
1: gonna be Zack Snyder. He's still
0: <laughs> Zack Snyder. they are all throughout this four-hour movie, but like, it doesn't feel like the same guy. I, and it still has his signature desaturation, but like, I don't know if it's like the lighting. It just feels richer and warmer than his other movies. You know, it's like I like looking at this movie. Like, I don't like looking at Man of Steel really. And for like some scenes and then like Batman v Superman. But it's just so many things are going through my mind when I watch this. Like I had a great time. This was fun. It's like, what did it take for Zack Snyder to start putting some fun in his movies? And I think people confuse like people. I think people want their movies. They want their superheroes to be dark because they want their stories to be mature. And I feel like those are two different things. You can have something be mature and it doesn't have to be doom and gloom. And like, throughout this movie, there's some sense of like hope. There's some sense of like like we're doing this for a bigger picture, a greater good. And it's, you know, it's just nice to see in the DCEU. We didn't see that until Wonder Woman. And then we got it like, you know, Aquaman and, and Shazam. But um, one thing I'll say about this movie, and Nels, like you said, we're DC heads. We go go back. I think we're going to know each other for 20 years coming up, right? Yep. I found out who Cyborg was as a character maybe when I was 12, 13 years old. I'm in my mid-30s. I have never in my life thought it would be cool to be Cyborg. That has never, like, gone through my head. I've never gone down this, like, like, it would be cool to be cyborg. i tell you what, this (laughs) movie made me realize it it might be kind of cool to be cyborg. Like, the things he can do, the things he's capable of. I was like, yo, I've never seen this character, like, explored like this. It's always like, you know, like, oh, I'm a monster now. Oh, I'm not a monster. Booyah! You know, like, it's always kind of the same thing.
2: (laughs) Come to think of it, he never said booyah in the movie, did he? He did not say Booyah no, He did In This yeah.
1: version of the movie,
2: yeah.
0: In this that's what I was version, say. Uh-huh.
2: yeah.
0: Um, which that's fine, you know. But like, um, so like, I was like, I really appreciate the cyborg. But he did run Ash for Becoming. thirty
1: yards for a touchdown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did. Come see, come see. <laughs> you know, you he, you can't have both. <laughs> he did. So like, like I was really impressed by that. I was like, wow, Zack Snyder. You may be like really appreciate cyborg. I still. I talked to ask about this. I think it's impossible to make Cyborg look cool in live action. I just, I don't think it it's possible. I, I think he looks corny in Doom Patrol, and I think he looks corny in this movie. But I like the character. I like what they did with him. I would argue, um, just to
1: throw in there real quick, not to interrupt you, I appreciate no, his look at Doom Patrol, because it kind of matches the vibe of the show.
2: Yeah. It not, just Plus, it makes sense. Look.
1: Like, he, yeah. he should be corny. But like, yeah, I, I you feel that. you. It's a, it's kind of hard to pull off like a walking animatronic thing.
0: To, I think to the problem cool. is they're going too much robot with him. I think they need to do kind of like what Young Justice season three did, and he he's not fully a robot. He's like a real like a cyborg. He has like some limbs left. I don't know. I think that might work. But um, but the other thing, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, I think it's the whole... I think he can't do that because he's constantly updating in the movie. Yeah. So it's just like, it'll be hard to, like, justify him flying if one of his arms has the rockets and the other one doesn't. So I think it's a whole physics thing he did that, just so he could cop it out easily.
0: It could be, It could be like, it's easier to make him stand in a green suit and then just digitally do whatever not like, to, you know, in the production.
1: Not to nerd out. I, I promise I'm going to go... F- 30 seconds in the explanation, <laughs> going to and I'm gonna leave it alone. There, Esco's point is part of the reason why he looks the way he does. Like when he starts off and gets merged with the mother box, and, and based on the comic books, it's really like an arm, his entire head, and half his, like the majority of his chest, and like one leg. But like the mother box in him, which is called Grid slowly takes over the rest of his body because it's like constantly updating. And it's like, well, if you want to be 5% better, I need to take control of this organ or this part of your body. And that's how you'll be able to save the day here. And so like slowly, but surely his body, it like turns up to like where he is now in like the justice league movie. Like that's, that's the cyborg that you see after years of the mother box, slowly taking over his body. So that's just gotcha. just a quick it, nerd moment there for you.
0: And no, I have a, I have a question too. Is the whole is that Day 1 Cyborg the whole Motherbox thing or is that like a more recent kind of like Retcon kind of thing with him that he's part Motherbox?
1: Uh the, the, bro, there's been so many iterations of Cyborg. I would say the most popular new 52 iteration of Cyborg is yes, it's always been Motherbox. Okay. Like pretty much okay. the explosion it was it, So they had an accident, a car accident here. What happened in the comic books was a boom tube exploded in Star Labs and tore his body apart. And so mm-hmm. like Star Labs, they used all the technology in Star Labs, including a mother box, to put them all together again. And so if you imagine Star Labs has all the greatest technology on the planet. So he's he's le- he's legit like he's got the best aspects of like imagine if Stark, Pym, and every other great inventor had like a cabinet of stuff that like they don't want anyone to touch. That's what he's made
0: out of. Got you, got you. So I'll, I'll try I'll try to wrap up. I'm I'm happy to say that the parts that I did like about 2017 Justice League. After seeing this, those were Zack Snyder's original shots. And the parts I didn't like were Weedon's shots. Um, after seeing this, I think Zack needs to move to television. And that's not a knock on him. I don't think he is capable of telling his stories in like two hours. Mm-hmm. He needs like long format storytelling to flesh out his vision, which is fine. I just don't think he's going to be able to do that in movies. And moving forward, like, it's going to be interesting because people are, like, continuing the Snyderverse. I don't know if I'm Warner Brothers and COVID's over, I want to get people back at the box office. But there's no way I'm going to release four, five-hour-long Zack Snyder DC movies. But I think the best way we're going to get his storytelling is with these long cuts so I think that's just very that that's something that like we're going to have to see what happens but I was pleasantly surprised with this movie I enjoyed this movie I, I again I don't understand why DC didn't j- or WB didn't just release this you know it's essentially the same movie they must have had no faith in the guy or who knows what was going on behind the scenes but um I don't think I liked it as much as y'all like Nell's um, I told Esco I could probably find 10 superhero movies that I would watch or I would say are better than this, but this is really good. This is the best DCEU movie and it's Zack Snyder's best superhero movie he's ever made. Oh oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: You said superhero movie. Is yeah. this not the best Zack Snyder movie you've ever seen?
0: I dog I haven't gone back to, like, Dawn of the Dead, but that's really good. Oh, that that's great. Like, Dawn of the dead, dead is great, yes. <laughs> really good. So, <laughs> then, I haven't seen that movie just in a, a while.
1: Not to interrupt it's you, Mark, but when you were talking about, like, you haven't seen this Zack Snyder before, I was like, I have. It, Dawn of the Dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dawn of the Dead was, like, they had light moments, but, like, it was, like, a great zombie, sh- like, movie. It was very it was, entertaining.
0: It's, here's the thing, like, to bring up Dark Knight because it's, it's the best, those, the the slow moments in Dark Knight are still engaging because you like to hear what they're talking about. You're like, oh, what's going to happen next? The dialogue means something. What people do means something and leads into, you know, there's not just action. What happens leads into the action. And I felt like you got that in this movie. When Batman v Superman happened or when we saw that movie, like, there's cool action moments. But like, other than that, I was like, I don't care. Like, can we move this along? What is can, where is the point And can we get to it? You know, I really enjoyed this, man. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. And if this is what came out in 2017, I would be happy to see what Zack Snyder had next.
1: Yeah, let's <laughs> go. <Esco? laughs>
2: yo, nah. Um, what you gotta say now? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, dude, I do. I love the movie. I loved it. No, nah, but <laughs> no, <nah>, but <laughs> no. Seriously, um, yo, like, like I don't know if you guys saw the very first trailer for the Justice League. Like that was the Snyder Cut. The very very first trailer was the Snyder Cut. So, like, me seeing the opening scenes, like, I knew automatically, I'm like, yo, we're really seeing the real thing right now. I was just, like, so excited. And I think I told you, Mark, that, like, I only saw the first, up to the first chapter, you know, that little title card. And then I went to bed. I stayed up till 3 a.m. just to watch that one part. So then, me seeing this, and, and like, what you said, I, uh like, I just don't understand how Warner Brothers wouldn't release this. And to say that it's, like, a racist thing, I'm just like, that's pretty petty. If that's true, or if any of that is true in the least, that's pretty petty. They don't want Cyborg being the central heart of the movie, you know? Like, if someone told me, yo, Justice League is going to be centered around Cyborg a little bit, I'd be like, that's weird, but I really want to see how he pulls it off. And he pulled it off great. He pulled it off great. Flash... They like So, I guess as a casual viewer, you don't know much about Cyborg or Flash coming into this movie. And Zack Snyder did brilliantly bringing them in in the most, I want to say, in the most organic way, you know? Like, hey, we're just going to do slight mentions of Flash's origin and you'll get it, you know? Well, you'll get it. He's just going to mention here and there, like, what happened. You'll get it. And, like... We went to the whole thing with Cyborg. And I know we couldn't do that with all four characters. We don't have the time for that, you know? But I liked that they did that just so you could connect as an audience with Cyborg. And I appreciated that. Um, uh, To go back also, the movie didn't have to be four hours long. Let's all be real. Facts. Big Big facts. Well,
0: Nels, uh, can I... I'm sorry, Esco. I just want to... I don't think this movie is as good as it is if it's not four hours long. Because I don't think Zack Snyder can tell this story in a shorter format.
1: I think but it could have been three hours. Yeah. I mean, take, three take and a half hours. Take out
0: some of the <laughs> slow motion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> take out some of the it's slow tough. motion. Yeah. And put yeah, so that's you gonna go. gonna that's 45
0: minutes right there. <laughs> so I was going to
2: say this next. I don't know if you guys uh, have seen the videos online where they compare scenes from the Whedon cut and the Snyder cut, like the mm-hmm. similar scenes and how it's different. yeah man snyder does not cut anything out like say if i'm walking to a building he will film me taking that turn to the building there's no cuts, scene like oh he's two blocks away now he's one block away oh no he now he's in front of the building no you see the whole fucking walk those three block walk to the building so he doesn't cut any of that out and i'm just thinking like i get it you're just trying to escalate the i guess the feeling of the moment or whatever but man, you could cut out at least 2 minutes doing it that way. And the whole slow motion thing, yeah, that's that's his style. Obviously we all knew that before the movie came out. But I think the fact that the uh, the movie's 4 hours long and that's what we saw repeatedly, we're just like, "Oh, you're overkilling it now." Because that's the only thing he does, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you put me on a dance floor for 20 minutes you're going to see me do the dice move at least like 20 times because <laughs> that's the only move I got. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. You think he just wanted to get to that golden number? Like, y'all, well, y'all giving I me think, this I think and Esco's 70 right. million? I, I'm going to make a four Esco, hour movie.
0: Esco, I think you're right because, like, I was just thinking about that scene where Lois comes out the coffee shop and they play that, like, it's in slow motion and they have that, like, music in the background. He's like, she comes out, she gets her coffee, she opens her umbrella, she sets her coffee down. I'm like like this isn't really needed. Mm-hmm. Like I get what you're doing, but like you can you can capture this tone and mood by shortening this by 20 seconds. Yeah. You and know? if he,
2: and I think you could take little parts like that and you could probably shorten the movie 20 minutes. I think you could shorten yeah. the movie by a good 20 minutes if you do that. So um, I also think he just did that just to say he did a 4-hour movie. Honestly, yeah. I think he did think that so. just to say it hit four hours. But um, yeah, I mean, if I had, if we had to sit here and be like, yo, what's your gripes about the movie? The only, I wouldn't say the only, but one big gripe I have about the movie, the goddamn soundtrack, man. <laughs> yeah, it <that> was <laughs> the, a little depressing. Yeah. It's not even that. It's not even that. Dude oh my, why every time Wonder Woman even touches the screen, <laughs> yeah, you hear the oh, chorus. Oh, that lady's in the background. She's like, like oh, excuse me, I'm just getting some coffee.
3: What I was going to say was like, I didn't like that one because like, I like the other one better. Like whenever she's fighting, it's like, na-na-na-na-na, you know, however it goes. Like, I love when that hits. And it's like, okay, she's doing the thing. And then, yeah, I feel like in this one, they switched it to oh
2: oh, (laughs) there was this one scene she barely did anything and they still did it and I'm like yo you don't need to do it she's not doing anything right now
1: (laughs) I I got this that is my only gripe as well
2: that and it doesn't
0: need to be Diana can I help you (laughs) she's like I'm just looking for something Bruce oh I found it
2: oh (laughs) But, I mean, so take the negative, but the positive, man, there's so many little changes I loved so much. Like, dude, the fight scenes. Oh, my God. That that fight scene in the and cut where, like, they tell Flash only save one, Yeah, you know, and, and, like, he runs and grabs one person or whatever and all that crap. Duh, I laughed so hard when, when Flash came into the room. He's like, we're not doing the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then like i guess what he ran and pushed somebody but like i i love that more like it just seemed more cohesive between them like he's nervous and he, he like i i get what they were trying to do without them explaining like like they didn't weed in yeah and then
0: yeah
2: uh i talked to you about this mark but like the uh dude when the dad died and he shot the the mother box i'm like yo this dude just died and he wasn't even close to destroying the damn yes. thing.
0: Yes, yes. What a
2: waste. I was like, yo, yes. they, they <laughs> killed him in vain. Like, yo, he he was. it wasn't even close to getting destroyed. And then the moment he said he killed himself to make it the hottest, like he put thermals in it to make it the hottest thing in the world. I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. I was like, that's brilliant. That makes sense. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's something that makes sense. And you had to explain that. It was justifiable to explain that, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay, you totally redeemed yeah. yourself there, because I was
0: so mad they killed him for no reason for a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was with you. I was like, that was really. What did that do? That didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little struck by. Uh,
3: I feel like nobody really asked Cyborg how how he was doing either. Like they immediately were like, okay, so to get to the box, uh, we got to figure this. And I'm like, his dad just <laughs> <Yeah>. died, like. <laughs>
2: I mean, he was crying for a second. (laughs) It was was funny. He's like crying for a second and then he like kind of stands up, looks at the board and he's like, oh, he was doing the equation, you guys.
1: No, but (laughs) Aquaman and Flash did have a conversation about it. They're like, dude, this man is about to sacrifice himself and split these boxes open and his dad just died about 15 minutes ago. And Barry was like, should we say something? And Aquaman, like, nah, I'm just
0: saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I ain't gonna say nothing, but I'm just saying. Oh yeah, man. Like, look, look, if you you want to talk to, we can talk to. I'm
1: just saying.
2: That grave scene was hilarious too between Flash and Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Like, they need to do a buddy cop movie, man. That'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah. uh, Esco, I think. And we
1: can we can further talk to it, but uh, talk about it, but I'm invested in these characters. Like yeah, this yeah. movie, I'm I'm back in the DCEU. Like I'm invested and the crazy thing is like I don't know how much I'm gonna get and am I gonna enjoy what I get? Cause like, is Zach gonna be involved in any of the stuff going forward? And Mark, to your point, if Zach's involved. It needs to be on TV because, like, I'm not going to a theater and watching three, four hour movies. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't
0: have the time. Let me. Let I had a plan game. like plan it. But I, but
1: I, <laughs> what, I, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, I was not invested in the DCU. This movie has me invested in the DCU. I want to yeah. know more about these characters and the journey that they're going. what we wanted
0: on. from jump. Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted from the get go. We wanted to care. About what we were seeing, like yeah, it's cool. It looks cool, but like, why should I give a damn? And I think that's what we wanted, at least Nels. I I think that's what you and I wanted from the from the get go.
2: Yeah. Let me ask this: If you get the same Justice League two, and it's this jam packed of stories, would you would would you watch a three hour movie? Justice I League, watch not, it at home. I'm not saying a cyborg movie. I'm saying a Justice League movie too. In it. would you would you watch it for three hours in the theater or? Uh, I don't know how the world's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But, but no, I'm, I'm like I I would dip, I would watch a three hour of of it. Uh if you talk in theater, I mean, well, yeah, because Endgame was like three hours, right? So yeah, I yeah, but Endgame was Endgame. Yeah, yeah, it was Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean. This was the perfect way to put it out, you know, to put it on uh, on like HBO Max or some type of streaming thing. If you if you think go to the theater, watch it three hours, and like the world is safe and all of that,
2: uh, probably <laughs> like I probably would, but I would still watch it if it's the Justice League. If yeah. they say Cyborg, I would still watch it, but I'm just like, all right, you're getting kind of like excessive. Like yeah. I'd be like, you have an issue with time if you're gonna make a three hour Cyborg movie, you know. <laughs> Yeah. But to just leave, it's understandable. You're you you're gonna maybe make it three hours, you know. You I wouldn't blame him for doing that.
3: Mm.
0: I I I guess it depends on what the because clearly the conclusion to this is a is a war with apocalypse and and some type of flashpoint crossover, you know. Because I mean that's basically the epilogue. So that's that's I think that's the end game to all of this. I well,
2: they don't the rumor is not that.
0: But yeah, I mean, rumors are rumors. I mean, I mean, the I heard about board the whole, that he
2: drew up. That's not the end, but that's but I, I mean, the I heard the a whole thing. about the
0: whole Batman the, 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 the Kent's kid being Batman thing. Um, I mean, I'm like okay, like I, I I have to see it. Like I have no opinion on that. I have to see it. But like, you don't put Dark Side. In your movie, and give him a Terrence Howard next time, baby. If you're not gonna like <laughs> conclude time, baby. that, you know what I'm saying. You don't show Granny goodness, in in the whole like like it, what do you say at the end? We'll do it the old fashioned way. He basically pulled a Thanos. He's like, I'll do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's got to lead to something. That's either gonna be the conclusion of the next movie or the movie after that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he's definitely not, not coming
1: there. The next movie. That's a, that's a two well, and that's a two movie trip,
0: and and then my my point <laughs> is like I'm not saying like I wouldn't go see that, but I've seen that done so much before with like other mediums like Superman and Dark Side. Like it's it's, it's like it's DC's like go to. It's like the Dark Side, Dark Side. So like cool, but like I've seen that. You know what I'm saying? So I would need some like. Like, show me how you're going to make it different. But like, after seeing this movie, I want to be opposed to like seeing a, you know, you before this movie, you tell me like the next Justice League is coming out. I'm like, dog, if I see it, I'll see it when I see it. You know what I'm saying? That's if I see it. But like, I would go see the next Justice League movie after this cut.
1: If Zack Snyder's evolve or does it matter?
0: If Zack Snyder's involved after this cut, I'll give him faith on the next one. Um, I I personally, I think the man, he's done what he's done. I, I don't think it's going to hurt anything to, like, kind of keep it moving. I think DC and all of us just kind of need kind of some somewhat of a hard reset on this whole universe. Um, I think Flashpoint is the way to do that. But I think, you know, we just need a fresh start and it's not even like anti-Snyder I just think this whole thing needs a whole fresh all right
1: so here's my thing about restart here's my thing about continuing the DCEU there is a difference between what Zack Snyder was able to do here and what my issue has and will continue to be with anything else DCEU related and that is Warner Brothers I do not trust... What what has not changed in all of this is Warner Brothers. I don't trust that studio. When they get involved, they (laughs) F stuff up. They do not make anything better. They just make it worse. What they gave Zach was creative freedom, which I have never heard... Like The only time I've heard them give some type of resemblance of creative freedom was Christopher Nolan. And they still get involved. Yeah. And any the, the little parts where they get involved is like the little things you're like, huh, I don't like that. That's like, that's what Warner Brother does. That's what they have done. That's what they currently do. I have no trust to believe that's not what they're going to do in the future. So while I I'm still invested- news. Okay, go ahead. Esco, what's the good news, brother?
2: James Gunn said WB did not touch anything with the Suicide Squad movie.
1: Yeah, I heard. I him. hear that. I hear that, but that movie need to come out because, like, Warner Brothers has yeah. said before that they don't touch anything and they've touched it
0: still. Didn't Homeboy, uh, would and Esco, you'll probably be able to clear this up when Suicide Squad came out. Didn't a uh, dude who directed it was like, Oh, this is my vision, this is my movie?
1: Maybe like, Then he swear, he that. Yeah. said that, he, then did he say swear. That. And then hired I don't a know whole if he new.
0: Oh, he did. I thought I heard he that. he did. And yeah, then he came back and
1: that. was like, "No, that wasn't my vision." They like, like it was, like it started off like that, but then they really wanted to go this direction based off of the trailers. Like it tested. The trailer,
0: they hired the trailer company to re-edit the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know. So <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Nels. I don't. I don't trust Warner. and and, and the crazy thing is. The stories are there. Y'all have made these stories in your your animated universes. Just just take that and make it live action. <laughs> My, is it
2: me? Is it me? Or is the animated movies really slacking now?
1: I haven't seen them in the ain't a minute. Co- I lie.
2: Hush Hush was horrible. Killing Joke I
0: think the, was... The ones joke. surrounding the Justice League are pretty solid. Uh, I haven't seen any of those Batman ones. Um, but the Justice League ones are pretty solid. Um, Justice League War, Justice League Dark, just to, um, the Batman,
1: just the, um, just to finish my thought about WB executives, <laughs> and I'll th- I promise you, I'll stop. <laughs> There's one saving grace if the DCEU is going to be a thing, and that is JJ Abrams, because I believe if if. You if you're going to trust anyone, trust JJ Abrams. And if you can't trust him, stop making these movies. Like that's that like I you ain't about to break my heart again. I'm just I'm coming back because I love what you did, but you ain't going to break my heart again. So if you don't trust JJ, <laughs> if you don't trust JJ Abrams to do anything superhero related, stop making it. Like focus on Harry Potter universe. Do something else, cause like you're yeah. gonna mess it up if you don't trust them.
0: So to to piggyback off that Nels, it's it's gonna be. I like I said, this isn't over yet. And one thing I said to Esco, um, shin I I don't feel like I hope not. Like feel like you're leaving you out, buddy. But yeah. like. This is just what we talk about, me and Esco, no, like, no, all no. day. Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> no, we knew we knew, we
3: knew um, this going in. There's a, there's a, Esco
0: we, knew what it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: we
3: have
0: a,
2: we have a personal podcast. We have no audience and no
0: recordings of. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think WB has really and and Esco. I said this to you. I'm like, I don't see the win by putting the Snyder cut out right now. Like, I don't see, I think it's a lose-lose. I said before this even came out, I was like, I think it's a lose-lose for WB because if it comes out and it sucks, you just wasted another $70 million on this thing. If it comes out and it's better, people are like, well, why didn't you trust this vision to begin with, right? Now you got JJ in the mix. Okay, there's talk about continuing the Snyderverse and all that stuff. JJ is clearly doing something it's earth two related, but you know, you don't bring in that guy just to have him do one movie and say, good night. I don't know if you're going to get into some type of bidding or, or like what, who do you pick when it comes to this? Like, like JJ and Zack Snyder. No, no, no hold on nails. Hold on nails. <laughs> I see your reaction, right? <laughs> JJ and Zack Snyder both have big box office draws. Like, whatever you Zack Snyder's movies make money at the end of the day they make money right so then it's like are you going to get into some type of like head to head match like do we give this to JJ do we give it to Zack Snyder cuz I'll be real if you're looking at numbers if I'm a studio head and I'm going strictly off numbers cuz that's what I care about I'm going with JJ because he is a franchise like like blockbuster guy he's going to bring he's going to bring your franchise in a billion dollars so now that you created all this like goodwill with fans and all this Zack Snyder buzz, you are gonna dump that to the curb now? And I just I, I think they've painted themselves in a horrible corner at the end of the day.
2: I don't I don't see the end game. <laughs> Not to play on words, yeah. but I don't I, I really don't <laughs> see the end game in this. Like I don't I don't like I'm I'm very perplexed on like what they're gonna do next. Like you can you can finish the the Justice League arc, which I would love them to do. That's what I want them to do, is finish this arc. But how are you going to do that, you know? If you're going to do a multiverse, that's just going to confuse the fuck out of people. Because a casual person won't understand how a multiverse works, you know? You're going to have J.J. J. Abrams' uh, DC reboot. Then you're going to have Matt Reeves' The Batman come out. And then you're going to have Justice League 2... Zack Snyder's uh, version with the same Wonder Woman, with the same Aquaman that you're going to have later on in the year and you're going to have to explain that all this is a multiverse, like, it's going to confuse people. Mm. So I, I really don't know where they're going to go. Like, they did pink themselves in the corner with this.
1: Um, it, Mark,
2: you asked a question. Yeah. You
1: asked, am I going to choose Zack Snyder or J.J.? There is an answer. It's JJ. I'm picking JJ 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving, I'm throwing all my chips to JJ Abrams. He, he he this is what he does, bruh. Like, this is what the man does. You give him a property that has been so-so, and he's gonna make billions of dollars from it. He did it with Mission Impossible. He did it with Star Wars. He did it with Star Trek. This is what the man does. I'm giving it to JJ. Now, what we do know is JJ gets tired. So, like, he gonna need some help. I hope Ava DuVernay and whoever else he gonna bring around helps him out. Because, like, this ain't no I'm gonna make two dope movies and then I'm gonna let y'all figure it out type of thing. This is like a I'm going to be here for 10 years and construct this universe for you. So... I mean, I hope he's in for the long call. I hope he's not just thinking he's going to make a Superman movie and that's going to be it. Like, it's a universe you got to help.
0: Well, the nature of his, just real quick about J.J. Esco, the nature of his contract, I think with WB, I forget, there's a technical word for it, but basically anything that comes through those doors, he gets to look at it first.
2: First look, first look deal. First
0: look, yeah, he has a first look deal. So he's like, I want to do this, bam. And if if if, if uh, I don't know, Harry Potter Matrix crossover script comes through the door. JJ sees it first. He gets first dibs. That's how his deal works.
1: Mark, my mind's going crazy. Harry yeah. Potter Matrix. Yeah, yeah <laughs> how did that I, combination I was, I was come to mind?
0: No, because they're both WB properties. So I was just thinking of. Yeah.
3: But but you 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 ain't gonna just throw that out there and then just not <laughs> <laughs> not allow us to chew on that a little bit. That sounds amazing. <laughs>
2: So, looking at JJ J. Abrams' t- um, table right now, or plate—sorry, his plate right now—the uh, only two confirmed DC movies that he is part of right now is the unnamed Superman project and the Justice League Dark uh, mini series on HBO Max. Everything else nice. is its own nice. entity.
0: I'm so, very excited for that. So, I'm oh, I
2: didn't know. It's, no, the Star Trek is coming out too.
0: <laughs> well. They make money, but yeah. Esco, one thing, one thing that you said earlier, WB has a history of not trusting fans, right? Mm. Uh, when the Teen Titans cartoon came out, um, they wouldn't let them use any Batman villains because they thought fans would be confused, right? And then do y'all remember that the 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 Batman cartoon that came out? It was called The Batman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember that one? And it had a very like stylistic art style. Um, Robin didn't show up to like season four. Yes, yeah, because three, season four. WB yep. thought fans would be confused that this is two different universes. Right? They're like, well, he's in the Teen Titans show. So how are they gonna figure out? That he's not the same Robin in this show. So, like, they have a history of not trusting their fans uh, to get it. And you know, let, let's let's just say what it is. Marvel has shown that it 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 trusts fans to to get a hold of the material and follow it. It's
2: it's funny, it's funny they think that way when like you see Batman versus Superman and you see Man of Steel and you see you know these Snyder movies, and there's so much that needs to be implied already.
1: Oh yeah, you know? no, Zack Snyder trusts the fans, mm-hmm. but Warner Brothers doesn't trust the fans. It's a very big difference. Zack Snyder trusts way too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Warner Brothers don't trust them at all.
2: Yes, I agree with you, Esco. Like, dude. Who? How many? What, what percentage of the uh, of viewers would get the Adam referenced?
1: Oh, the Ryan
2: Choi. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, I'm I'm certain. Thirty percent have no idea who he
2: is. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I was thinking thirty <laughs> percent.
1: I'm sure thirty percent are like, okay, like I'm glad we we got some Asian representation here. Like, no, that's Ryan Choi. That's the Adam. He's Ant Man of the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. The the nanotech should've gave a good hint, but
0: yeah. Yo, no, but you know what? No, like at first I told Esco, I was like, yo, there's a nice little there's a nice little Easter egg in the beginning of this movie at Star Labs or whatever. And then like at the end of the movie, they like in case you didn't get it, Here I'm Brian Choi, <laughs> the Adam. I study nanotechnology. <laughs> See you guys in the next movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, in case you didn't know, but um I this this is kind of off topic, but I want to just ask you guys, why do you think DC can't break away from their big guns? Right. How many Batman movies are there? How many like, you know, Superman movies are we going to get? Like, what is it going to take? And maybe that's what it is going to take to, like, really freshen this thing up. Why can't DC give us some of their B-listers, their C-listers that have really interesting stories.
1: There's a couple of things that... it. There's a couple of things that should just be known. Um, And I hate to do it, but we always got to compare Marvel with DC. Marvel, the entire company, made an executive decision when they came back for bankruptcy and created a universe called the Ultimate Universe. And that universe... Was the caveat of this. If we are going to make movies, we're going to create a universe that is going to straight up be like what the movies will be based off of. We're going to make it so that it can be cinematic. Like you can see this in a movie. And if you've ever read any Ultimates comic books, it is the MCU. And so like Kevin Feige has an easy ass job. Like, I mean, he doesn't. But he does Mm -hmm. because like all the source material can be made into movies, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's done some extravagant stuff when he did like the, the, the guardians, but like outside of guardians and some of the other things, everything else is, is the ultimate universe. DC has never made that choice as a comic book organization. Like Mm -hmm. they have revamped their entire universe over and over again to get their comic book readers to stay engaged in the comics and get more people engaged with the comics. But they've never said like, hey, we are going to either change our universe or create a universe strictly to get into movies and to like make our movies pop. Mm -hmm. So the problem that you have is that these executives don't speak comic book language. Let's just keep it what it is. Warner Brothers execs don't speak comic books. So they can't quickly see the dopeness in that comic and see how that can be told into a movie. They just can't do it. They suck at it. Uh-huh. And like you're asking them to do something that like is hard in general, but they're not good at either. So I think that's what the issue is. Like they they, they go back to Batman because Batman sells the highest grossing comic books. If if we're talking about 10 comic books, if it's, if it's DC's top 10 comic books, if it doesn't mention Gotham or Batman, it's typically not up there. Like Batman <laughs> is the top selling comic books, period. And everything Batman related is the top selling comic books. So you're always going back to Batman because that's guaranteed money. Like you go back to Superman because he is the first. And arguably, if you think about history, he is the greatest superhero of all time. So you're always going to go back to Superman, even though nobody knows how to tell his story right. And Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. Like it's just you got you got the definition of superheroes there. It's kind of hard. It's it's hard not to go with it because it seems like a guarantee. So that's that's what I think.
3: Yeah,
1: and 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 I know it's a it's a whole different like
3: a whole different what show movie or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It, it makes me think of like Hamilton. Y'all was saying Hamilton. Like you compare like Alexander Hamilton. I feel like is Marvel. it it's like hey he's. He's got nothing to lose, you know this and that, because like Marvel, Marvel <laughs> has already hit. Marvel has already hit like rock bottom, basically, when they were you know going through their whole bankruptcy thing. Whereas WB is more like, uh, what's the do Richard I Burr think, Oh, Aaron Burr? Yeah, yeah, Aaron more Burr, like yeah, Aaron Burr. Yeah. Where they're like, like you know, if you compare them, it's like one is planned is playing to win, the other is playing not to lose. You know?
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, and I, 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 see, I see Marvel. Shannon, well. that
1: was fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is your superpower analogy? Yeah, I think chicken. that's what it is. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, man is um. But does anyone does anyone have any other like last little things they want to talk about with with the movie or or scenes or anything that they really liked?
2: Dude, the epilogue and the yeah. the that Joker sh- shit man, that was brilliant. And, and especially the fact they weren't even, even in the same room when they recorded it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Leto and, and Ben Affleck weren't in the same room. Wow. They did in two different locations. Yeah, that's impressive. If you rewatch I, I it, it's, it's obvious. But, like, dude, the energy, like, the way they talk to each other, you could have sworn they're, like, face-to-face to each other.
0: Esco, hmm. I, I love that way that Joker monologue is filmed when when i forgot what he what is he holding but the card he's out of focus yeah he's out of focus but his hand is in focus um i just think that that like the way that thing is filmed you and i have both talked we we don't agree on a lot when it comes to these universes but we both kind of didn't understand the hate about the jared leto joker i thought uh, it was just a different interpretation you know i think we both felt the same way like if the joker was a mob boss
2: This is how he would act and look. Yeah, yeah. you know, dude, Jared Leto kills that role. He kills that role. Like, I wouldn't say he's the best Joker, or he should be in a conversation as the best Joker, but he's far from the worst.
0: Like he 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 did not
2: he did not take easy on that role. Like he played the shit
1: out of that role. In fact, the issue is he should have been the main villain. That's the problem. Mm, He should have been the main villain in Suicide Squad. David like, Ayer said that's his biggest him. regret. That was the David stupidest decision was, ever. Yeah, he yeah, said that's he his biggest regret. You don't put Joker in a movie and have him being like in like three or four scenes and like be comic relief like what? Yeah. No, man. Like yeah. that's no that was stupid. So, yeah. I mean, no shade to Jared Leto, but like they used him wrong. Yeah. Um no. and he shouldn't have a grill. Nah, I I I will never get down with that. There was no need for him to have a a gangster girl. I, okay. I just, All right, so like here's one I, of the I just Easter eggs.
2: As... <laughs> here's one of the Easter eggs. It's because Batman smashed his teeth in. And the grill is the missing pieces of the teeth that Batman smashed in.
1: Oh, that's pretty dope. Mm.
2: So look at that picture again, and you can see it, they're not like full silver teeth. It's like half tooth, half silver. It's because uh, Batman punched them in the mouth.
1: Yeah, but like, you know, it don't got to be that deep. It will
0: got to be know, that deep, bruh. It's,
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's so fun. Like, it's that's so cool, fun but it will got to be that deep. You know what,
0: Esco? I think you make a good point there. I think that's a lot of people's issues with Snyder movies. I think he gets lost in the details. Yeah. He clearly holds these characters to a high regard to the point where I don't think he wants to even relate to them. He just wants to like put them on a pedestal. And and that's that cool. That's his vision. But like, I don't think you always connect with people when you just like, look how amazing this thing is. Don't you see? Do you not see? You know, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I look for him. Me personally, I look for these details and I admire the details that he does. But I totally understand like a normal person doesn't look at the details, nor do they have the time or care as much to do it. And that's his fault. Like, he should know the casual person's not going to look at these details or even care about them. You And it's
1: also like, I've read 500 Batman comic books. If it ain't a direct representation from the comic book, and it's just some stuff that you think is cool in your, like, little world story, then, like, I'm working really hard. And some people, like Esco, would love (laughs) to work that hard watching the movie, but I ain't trying to work that hard. (laughs) There's already dope stuff in the comic books. Just pull from there.
2: (laughs) you guys want to know another cool uh, Easter egg? Not really, but please continue. <laughs> <laughs> our in, uh, Carrie is uh, Batman, in Batman vs. Superman. Who?
0: Carrie. Carrie, the girl from Dark Knight Returns? No, is Carrie, that-
2: Carrie, uh, the woman Robin? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the she's girl in Batman, Batman. vs. Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she talks to Lois. No, 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 no. She's in the Nightmare sequence.
1: What?
0: what
2: yeah yeah very very small easter egg <laughs> see that's what i'm saying it's these little details man yeah she's in the so, nightmare sequence
0: all right you know what ne- uh esco you open the floodgates right because Nels. <laughs> okay if if he cares about this universe so much to put those details in Nels, one of my biggest gripes with snyder's decisions how do you how do you kill doc hammond in the very first, I was Superman
2: hoping movie. we don't talk about this because we're talking about the Justice League.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm, but I'm saying if you're bringing up all these details that he cares about, Doc, how do you kill Doc Hammond in the very first Superman movie? How do you kill Jimmy Olsen in the first thirty seconds of your other movie? Like, it's not just like Superman's paper boy. This is Jimmy Olsen. It it's he's supposed to be friend. one of Superman's best friend. And then Doc Hammond is cl- pretty much Superman's Lucius Fox, pretty much. Yep. Mm. And then he ki- and he killed Mercy in Batman v Superman.
1: He did kill Mercy. He,
0: yep. He, and I, I'm like, dude, these are like, like they're not the main characters, but these are like, like, like pieces, like very like notable pieces to these main characters' world, and you're just like whatever, everybody kill gotta him. Everybody's <laughs> gonna die. And I'm just blown <laughs> yes. away by that, that oh, how right. he can put so much detail into his world, but then like just throw away like so many main things about these characters.
1: Yeah, I, I, I and you mentioned it and we should wrap up, y'all. But you mentioned it. Um, the Zack Snyder that we got in this movie is different than like what we've been recently getting from Zack Snyder. Like, he's been going super dark in all those movies. But, like, this one, I felt like I was reading a comic book. Like, I felt yeah, hope. Yeah. I felt like mm-hmm. it wasn't doom and gloom and dread the whole way through. Like, I felt like the yeah. the heroes could win. And, like, we could s- see another day. Like, which is not what I got from watching Batman v Superman. Even the Ultimate Edition. I was like, ooh, this is bad. And people are dying. And, yeah, a lot of mass destruction. So,
0: Felt like they yeah. wanted
1: to
3: be heroes in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that, yeah. I
0: felt like so much of Superman before was like, I, I don't
3: want to be this Superman. I don't want to... It was like, you're the symbol of hope. Uh, yep. I, don't, I,
2: I guess I'll say it He didn't ask <laughs> to be the symbol of hope, you guys. He didn't ask to be the symbol of hope. So he can feel the way he wants But like, to. if
1: you're the symbol of hope, please let me know why. <laughs> like, show me why you are. <laughs> like, I get if he doesn't want to be, but like, why are you? Because like I, think I didn't see he, I think how he, he says, that, Why
2: am I? He's probably like, why am I? No, no, no. No, Esco.
1: But we don't see. I want to know why he it. is. I'm yeah. watching this movie. <laughs> Show me why he's the symbol of hope. Oh my goodness. Anyways, y'all. <laughs> the the one last question we got. Um, real quick, when, if and when you will let your child watch uh
0: Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hmm. i i feel like it's dude it's it's complicated because like who knows what this universe is going to be like who knows what it's like because i feel like you can't just show them this movie you gotta show them man of steel for better for worse and you gotta show them batman v superman and i personally don't want to sit through batman v superman again if i don't have to um so i don't i don't know i don't i really don't know i think there's other incarnations of the league I'm going to show them. And, you know, if we get to this, we get to it. But it's like, I really don't know how to answer that question until we see how this is fleshed out.
3: Yeah. Well, for me, it's whatever whatever age I was thinking at first, it's going to be a little bit later now, uh, mm-hmm. just because, because <laughs> that, that ending or like towards the end, like when they, they ended up cutting off Steppenwolf's head, I was like, oh, so we going that hard. So, you know, so that sort of bumped it up from uh from being like, Okay, I'm gonna let you Fuck do. you Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then him uh, you know, him and uh, his dialogue with Joker, so, you know, that can kill you or whatever. So uh, you know, uh I don't know, whatever age, let's say if I was thinking seven, uh I don't know, nine or ten. <laughs> maybe maybe older. But uh yeah. Getting Stephen Wolf's head cut off uh makes me sort of bump the age up so <laughs>
1: yeah i'm also the guy who my son has seen black panther about five times now um and he's watched all back to the futures so he's seen the language i it's going to he's going to be a teenager when i show this to him and like to your point mark i don't know what this universe will be so like it may be sooner but like i think the real question is do I show him the original Justice League and show him this so he understands the zeitgeist around it all? Or am I just like, nah, that other Justice League no longer exists anymore and you're going to watch this. But yes, I will show this to my son um, because if he he's going to wonder why I like Batman and why I like this universe when the MCU exists. Um, and I think this will help explain a little bit like, no, this is a dope universe. these they have dope characters and they have dope stories to tell. So I think this movie does that and I and I would be glad to show it to him much much later though, because uh, mm-hmm. the movie started off with a big old gashing hole in the chest of Superman. <laughs> Not a way I want <laughs> I want to start a movie for my kid.
2: Well, taken it from somebody who got Batman returns for Christmas when he was five years old. I'll start as soon as possible. No, no. (laughs) nah. uh, honestly, uh, me just think I don't have a child, obviously, but me just thinking that way, I would want to show this to my kid when they're more comprehending of storylines more than action. So like, for example, I didn't, I, I, the only thing I could do is just think about me. So like, I didn't like really get into storylines or like cinema, like, like following a story until really I was like 11 or 12. So I'm probably aiming at that age. Makes sense. And
0: and Nels one thing uh, that you said uh, before we wrap up on how and like which one you're going to show your kid. Let's be real fellas. The movie that's going to come out about this movie is going to be the really really good movie. Yeah. The the not the documentary but like the kind of once upon a time in Hollywood. Movie about the Snyder Cut movie is going to be really good, and that might dictate how and when you show your your kid that this movie.
1: Oh, yo, that's probably going to be what? Maybe seven years from now, maybe even sooner. Six years from now, that's going to be a dope movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's going to be a dope series.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a fun movie.
1: Well. Anything else, fellas? Before we wrap up,
0: yo, I just want to say I laugh so hard when when Stephen Wolf calls Apocalypse, and he's like, "You old the Dark One, fifty thousand more worlds," and Stephen Wolf's face like. Oh, for real? Like seriously? I thought he was gonna cry, dog. I I, I I paused the movie and laughed at that scene. That shit was so. I was like, God, I, I was like, damn, fifty thousand.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was steep. That was um, steep. I don't know what he did, but he, I don't know
0: what he, did. <laughs> he shouldn't have done it. <laughs>
1: it's especially
3: to be like like bruh i'm on this one world and i'm struggling you mean i got fifty
1: thousand more and all the (laughs) planets got super people on there
0: (laughs) i'm calling you for help (laughs) you talk about fifty thousand more well oh funny funny
1: funny. and one other thing how dope i mean anti and they did a movie and mentioned anti-life equation that is bananas to me yeah. i didn't think i'd ever see that happen just wanted to quickly mention that
2: mm-hmm. on that note too i was like hoping they'll say the word boom tube but they didn't i was like god
0: damn it <laughs> Yeah, that was boom yo no since you're a comic book expert expert are they implying that the earth is an anti-life equation or it's just on earth
1: that will take me having to explain what anti-life means <laughs> and anti-life gotcha. is so complicated um that the short answer is yes
0: <laughs>
2: to right.
1: both yes to both okay <laughs> <laughs> so i'll leave it at that maybe another episode <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. This wraps up our our episode uh, on Zach Snyder's Justice League. We want to give a huge shout out to our guest host Esco. Thank you for coming. Give you a round of applause. Yeah, Esko.
2: thank you, thank you,
0: thank Yo, you, thank, yeah, it. thank it. you, man. We kid, we kid, but thanks for being here. And yeah. like
1: y'all didn't cuss each other out. I really appreciate y'all being mature. Um, I'm, I'm on this keep episode. Of oh,
2: we no one sees the videos, but if you see the video, <laughs> if. They, <laughs> I gave some faces. <laughs> this is how you know you're dealing with two professionals
0: here. Uh, uh,
1: I was expecting I get... several cussing out moments, and neither <laughs> happened. Kudos to y'all both. So y'all can expect a new episode every month. Please find us on all social media at PopCalledParent, P-O-P-C-U-L-T-P-A-R-E-N-T. Email us at popcultparent@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate us, review, and subscribe. And as always, join the cult.
0: Hey,